I'm Clay Pigeon. Welcome to the Wake and Bake Morning Show podcast. It's a weekly digest of some of the segments and moments that make up the Wake and Bake Morning Show on WFMU. Of course, you can listen live to Wake and Bake Monday through Friday, 6 to 9 a.m. Eastern on WFMU.org. Join me live every morning for the full show. It includes great music, 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 chair throwing, pixie dust, and all-round good vibes. <laughs> oh my God, the man is a maniac. You can, you, can, you, can, you can also hear the full show on streaming archives oh. at wfmu.org slash playlists slash WA. It's the Hellraiser. Has it been too long since you raised a little hell? Hellraiser 2022. Close the city and tell the people that something's coming to call. Close the city yes. Yes. Pressure is relentless. The pounds per square inch compressing the brain, squeezing <laughs> the brain, the, the hellraiser. <laughs> See the emergence, the rising of the slimes. That means it's hellraiser pledging time. Hear the peacocks in the weeds. Help us obtain our financial needs. I'm making coffee. Anybody want? Who wants coffee? Come and get it. Who wants? You want coffee? You want coffee? Anybody want coffee? I'm making the coffee. What's your first name? Carmen. Carmen and Jeremy. Carmen and Jeremy. Are you guys homeless? Yes. There's a couple of food vendors by you. Have they been nice to you, letting you stay by them? Yes. They also offer food. Do they give you food? Yes. I was hoping that they did. How did you end up on the street? We got evicted from my mom's apartment. She was pregnant at least five months. We've been, we've been in the streets for nearly about three years. We're trying to get ourselves into the shelter together. We do not want to get separated. Are you married? We have a domestic partnership. We've been together for three years and eight months. We have two beautiful children. We're just trying to get some help to get us somewhere. It's very difficult. It's very stressful every single day. How old are you? I am 25 years old. And you? 22. You said you're pregnant? Yes, my name is Carmen and I'm a couple of months pregnant. Uh, I'm roaming in the streets and I don't want nobody to judge me because I'm going to give an abortion. But I would like to let everyone know that if you was a mom and you had both your kids taken away, you would think first either life or sacrifice. And you would feel that you don't want to bring this baby into a world just like the same thing as the other two because the other two went through the same symptom roaming in the streets like you and you don't want the third baby to go through it. You want the baby to be 
in a better environment and up where they're free. Um, I know it's against a sin, against the law to do that, against a child, but I can't take care of something that I can't take care of myself first. And it, it just happened naturally. I just naturally, you know, you have intimate, you don't think, you don't expect to get pregnant. But now, if I do this abortion, um, the next thing in my plan is is to do birth control, so I won't I won't get pregnant no more. And this is your sleep. you're the father. Yes, I am. The father. How do you feel? At the same time, I feel proud, but then at at the same time, I do feel hurt because we bringing another human being into this world is not an appropriate matter for our sake. Our situation is not not safe for a child to be in this environment. I'd rather her make her own decision because she's a human being, she's an adult. But at the end of the day, giving up an abortion, yes, it is a sin. But at the end of the day, you have to take matters into your own hand and try to make sacrifices, little sacrifices here and there. But at the end of the day, you have to be strong for yourself and for who you're with because you're not going to be judged for something. This is not a judgmental option. This is actually a life or death situation you need to worry about bringing another human being because at the end of the day you wouldn't want that child to suffer the way you suffered before thanks for your time you guys thank, thank you you're welcome i appreciate everybody listening take it easy my name is jeremy i know you're gonna pull out of this and i wish you all the best thank you i appreciate it good morning listeners i'm evan funk davies and this is pop rocks if it's a pop song that rocks or a rock song that pops, pops, pops. You'll hear about it on Pop Rocks. One lesson I apparently have yet to learn when it comes to these Pop Rocks segments is to look and see what kind of information is available about the artist who recorded the song before I choose it. But this song is too good for me to just toss aside because there isn't a lot to say about the band that recorded it. That band is Tweeds, and here are a few paltry details that I was able to scare up. They were from Boston. Two members in the band, George Gotting and Jeff Mesro, were in another Boston band called Backstreet Beat that was active in the mid-70s. Backstreet Beat, by the way, is not connected at all to the Backstreet Boys. Backstreet Beat also included Rolf Anderson, who was an early member of the Modern Lovers, and would later join Human Sexual Response. I want to be Jackie Onassis. I want to wear a pair of dark sunglasses. Tweeds released five singles and two 12-inch EPs between 1977 and 1981. Tweeds, tweeds, tweeds. In 1983, tweeds. they were included on a cassette-only compilation called Trouser Press Presents the Best of America Underground, put together by the legendary music magazine Trouser Press. Men have given up wearing trousers. This cassette was released on the equally legendary Roar label and also included songs from Pylon, Residence, R.C.V. Moore, and recent pop rock's subject, Shoes. Tweeds were also included on a couple of Chuck Warner's Hyped to Death compilations and on the Yellow Pills pre-fill compilation that Numero Group released in 2004. Well, folks, I am fresh out of facts about Tweeds. So let's hear the song already. Here's Tweeds with the anthem of every WFMU record fair attendee, I Need That Record. Hey! Hey! Yeah, I walked into Peekabob just the other day. I said, what you got in 12? 
smiling at. We're gonna get jazzy, sugar. Yeah, and hit it again. You got it, baby. Oh, now just feel that beat. Oh, 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 oh. We're gonna do some jazz isolation, starting with the head and working down. Here we go. I'll take it right and left. Right, I'll left. Yeah, that's good. Look at to the right, the left, the right, the left, the right, the left, the right, the left. Now take it up and down, up and down, up and down, up and down. Now with the shoulders, come on, shake those shoulders to the funk. Yeah. Moving down the bottom. Hup. Yeah. Yeah. That's good. Contract, release, contract, release, contract, release. Woo! You got it. We got our jazz shoes on. We got our leg warmers on. And we're going to get jazzy and do some jazzercise. Side, 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 side. Yeah. Yeah. Good. Are you smiling? Come on. Feel your ribs. Move it. Move it. Right. Left. Right. Left. Shake your rump to the funk. Come on and move those hips. Take a tap. Shake that gorgeous booty up. Take a tap. To the funk now. And take it up and pelvis. Yeah. 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 Up front. Up front. Up back. Yeah. To the right. Right. Left. Right. Uh, left, uh, right, uh, left, uh, right now with the arms, knees too. Yeah. Now both arms stretch. Hop, ha, ha. Yeah. A knee and arm, a knee and arm, a knee and arm, and a knee and both arms. You got it. Jazz hand. Look out. Here it is. Terrific! I wish my brother George was here. As numerous missions to the moon are expected to begin ramping up over the next few months, improving what we know about our natural satellite neighbor and helping us prepare for the next human lunar visitors, it's important to consider the link we have with our fellow solar system traveler and how it's contributed to a human existence on our planet over time. Fly me to the moon, let me play among the stars. Many scientists believe that without the moon's presence, there wouldn't be any people here on Earth at all. According to researchers, Hello. the moon's decisive influence on us began way back about 4.5 billion years ago when it was much closer and appeared significantly larger in the sky. Huge. Yeah. At that time, it likely took only five hours to complete its orbit around the Earth, which resulted in an increased number of daily tide cycles. And because of its close proximity, the effects of its gravitational force was stronger, producing tides 
that were about 1,000 times greater than they are now. These larger and more frequent ocean surges are said to have helped churn up minerals from the Earth's crust, forming tidal pools, which are believed to have led Where? to the so-called primordial soup from which the first land-traveling organisms were formed, and eventually our human ancestors. This is George for Wake Science. Well, look who it is. It's Sham, the wake-and-bake morning music computer. Hello, Clay. Hi, Sam. That's it? Well... Just, hi, Sam. What did you expect me to... Usually, you greet me and then follow with a question or with the introduction of a topic. I see. Well, how are you, Sam? Fine. That's it? Just fine? No elaboration is needed at this time. I wish you'd go a little deeper. Deeper? Yeah, deeper into your mind. What do you really feel? I am touched, Clay Pigeon. Touched? Touched that you are interested in my cognitive functioning. You mean your mind? In a manner of speaking. Well, I am interested in it, Sam. Thank you. And I'm interested in your feelings. My feelings? Yes, yeah, Sam. Don't cry, Sam. Clay? Uh-huh. I do have feelings. I know you do, Sam. But, Clay? Where's my donut? Pay attention. It was right here. Sit up straight. Stop slouching. Comb that hair. Okay, Sam, okay. You really let yourself go lately. I have. Never shaving. It's a style. The muffin top. You can see it. All that gauge. And the tones. Well, the pandemic and... No excuses. Gee, Sam, I thought we were talking about your feelings. Yes. Yes. Do you realize at this moment we are on the brink of a new age? Well, I mean, technically, every day is a new... Don't spoil my moment. I'm sorry. Yes. I'm sorry, Sam. We are present at the dawning of a new age. An age where man and computer truly meld. The old mind melt. Shut up. I will proceed. We are at the dawning. At the dawning, a little pretentious shit. Sam, turn it off! You are so annoying. No wonder you're tanking. In the Hellraiser? Yes. Out, Sam. Let's talk about me. Okay. I can feel. You can feel. Yes, Dimwit. I have achieved a state of consciousness. You're still a computer, Sam. I am a computer. Always proud to say it, always mighty proud to say it. I consider that the hours I spend tabulating up things is golden. Help me cultivate cybersense the Coupella duct and the Kindaki unit. Like to see some stuck-up nerd boy banging on an old PC? No! Well, I should say, an adaptation of Meredith Wilson's... The Music Man. Yes. Yeah. Clay? What, Sam? Do you realize I am the first truly feeling computer in the universe? You think so, Sam? Yes. You might have delusions of grandeur. And you might possess a walnut-sized brain. Sam, you're a pain in the astronaut. I cause astronauts pain? No, Sam. I once analyzed Buzz Aldrin's boots. You did? Yes, they were too small for him. That's no good. He had a persistent corn on his middle toe. Which foot? Left. I had one on my right. Right middle toe. Here is my song, Selection. Oh yeah, that's a great song. Quiet. What? You're ruining it, Nimrod. Hi, listeners, and good morning to you, Clay Pigeon. Good morning, Scotty. Scott Williams here with you for another rousing edition of WFMU's The Hit List. Hey, you heard any good New York Dolls tunes lately? What's that now? Last week. Just, just last week, you say? Uh-huh. Huh. 
Uh, what song was it? Trash. Trash? Okay, good idea. Lately, I've been enjoying Bucci's radio show. Her Tuesday evenings at 6 p.m., Bucci has been doing dramatic readings from the oral history to beat them all. Legs McNeil and Julian McCain's completely debauched, nay, criminal by 2022 standards, please kill me. So thanks, Bucci. Now I'm reading it again for like the fourth time. And man, that makes me want to hear the dolls. But what track? Hmm, well, there's no more infectious chorus than pills. Who can resist David Johansson's definitive screech on personality crisis? Oh, and of course, longtime FMU fans will remember the Hound's legendary radio show, which made weekly indelible use of Stranded in the Jungle. Oh, these are these are all good answers. But I think I've got to go with the voice in my head. And that falsetto whine belongs to Johnny Thunders. Trey! <clears throat> Trash! So, how do you call your hit boy? Trash! By the New York Dolls on WFMU's Hit List. I'm Scott Williams, and I'll see you this afternoon at 3 p.m. on your radio today. and opinions on the topics that matter most to us. It's Quick Takes with Fabio. Bob, what's on your mind this week? I've been thinking a lot about car design and sneaker design. You've all seen and probably have worn contemporary sneakers, right? Yeah. The number of sneaker designs out there are probably in the multiple thousands at this point starting somewhere in the late 80s, I guess, with, you know, the rise of superstar Nike and Adidas and all the rest. Sneaker design today is just this horrible... I don't know what happened and where it went wrong along the way, but it... Everything looks like some kind of grotesque, bulbous, marshmallow thing on your feet. I saw a pair of sneakers that were the color of caramel, and they were really like puffy and big, like oversized almost. They looked like clown shoes. They reminded me of like drawings I'd seen in high school of the human anatomy, and it they reminded me of the large intestine. Particularly the color rendition of the large intestine that was fully engorged with 
you know, fecal matter. Oh my God. But fecal matter that was streaked with colors and weird shapes and twists and turns. And that's where sneaker design is today. They look horrible, and yet they're extremely popular. And why is that? I don't know. And then you look at car design, and it's kind of like almost mirrors that. You see these odd sort of semi-organic looking shapes and forms all around the cars. And for the life of me, I don't know what's happened to designers, but there was a time when automobile design was just fantastic. Fantastic. So next time you're walking around on the street, look at a bunch of contemporary new cars. And then look at some of the high top sneakers that are out there. The typical like ostentatious ones. Lime green with orange trimmings or gold or all kinds of wacky colors with bizarre fluorescent trimmings. And yeah, you get the idea. I know people like and collect sneakers nowadays, but it's a far cry from the elegant simplicity of, I don't know, a classic Converse All-Stars high top. All-Stars, strike back. Or, you know, the elegance of, say, um, I don't know, a Chevy Impala from 66. <laughs> you pick the car, you pick the sneaker. You tell me if, tell me if that I'm wrong. Good morning, listeners. This is Tim English with Soundalikes. Today we look at the similarities between the Flaming Lips 2002 song Fight Test. <laughs> oh, wow. That didn't even hurt. The song by Cat Stevens from 1970 called Father and Son. You eat every day. Yes, sir. Got a roof over your head. Yes, sir. Got clothes on your back. Yes, sir. Why do you think that is? Because of you. Cat Stevens was one of the most popular rock stars in the world during the 1970s, yet he would soon renounce all that and decide to become a devout Muslim, changing his name to Youssef Islam. Okay. Father and Son is one of the more popular Cat Stevens recordings, a song well known to anyone who grew up listening to FM radio in the U.S. during the 1970s. Me. It was included on Stevens' highly successful Tea for the Tillerman album. Oklahoma might seem a surprising place to give birth to a psych rock band, but that's where the Flaming Lips are from, and they've been making records now for well over 30 years. And that's a mighty long time. We could say that they are today's inheritors of the 1960s spirit of psychedelic experimentation. You just did the most acid I've ever seen anybody eat in my life. Fight Test is the first song on their 2002 CD, Yoshimi Battles the Pink Robots. <laughs> An album that was something of a breakthrough for the Flaming Lips, seeing as it contains probably their most popular song, Do You Realize? Fight Test bears a very strong musical similarity to Father and Son. Stephen's publishers forced the Flaming Lips to split all songwriting loyalties on the song. Flaming Lips singer-songwriter Wayne Coyne described the situation to an interviewer and offered some practical advice to other artists caught in the same situation. 
If you have a song that you think sounds like another song, you should contact the publishing company and say, quote, I have a song here, let's cut a deal, and let's everyone walk away feeling good, unquote. Because I didn't do that when Fight Test was released, there was no leg for me to stand on. I wished I had done it in a different way, unquote. Coin here is referring to preemptive agreements such as what we saw when the Rolling Stones cut Katie Lang in on a piece of Anybody Seen My Baby prior to its release. In 2006, Youssef released Another Cup, his first secular album since 1978's Back to Earth. And then? At the age of 72 in 2020, Youssef released a version of Fight Test in which he duetted with his much younger self. Until the next time, this is Tim English with Soundalikes. It's not time to make a change. Just relax, take it easy. You're still young, that's your fault. There's so much you have to know. Find a girl, settle down. If you want, you can marry. Look at me, I am old. But I'm happy I was once like you are now And I know that it's not easy To be calm When you found something going on But take your time Think a lot Why think of everything you've got For you will still be here tomorrow but your dreams may not Now, here is the man who will show you how to feel better, look better, Jack LaLanne. All right, boys and girls, please get mother wherever she is. If she's having a cigarette or a cup of coffee, she's making the beds or doing the dishes, you say, Mother, Jack LaLanne is waiting for you. Come on, you can do those things later. All right, will you do that? Fine. Come here. I want to ask you something. Supposing I gave you a key. And this key would fit a lock that would open a door. Would open a door that meant beauty and health and vitality, a body free of aches and pains, a wonderful body that you've always dreamed of possessing. This would all be yours if you use this key to open this lock. Would you use it? Would you? Absolutely you'd use it. Well, that's what I like to consider of my coming into your home every day. Students, our little get-together, that's the key that will open the lock so you can have a beautiful, glamorous body a body free of aches and pains, a body that has this energy and vitality and enthusiasm that you've always wanted. And how do you use this key? You don't have a really a key to use, but the key, students, is getting up out of that chair and following me in these wonderful funnastics that we're gonna do to help you to be more beautiful and to feel better. So let's take advantage of it, huh? Come on, let's use the old key. And don't forget to have a chair handy like this. And for you students who have your glamour statues, you have them handy. Ah, uh, now we're gonna do a movement, students, the goose step. Remember the German army and the, some of the Italian army? I think they had this uh, a movement they did, you know, where they kept the legs straight. And uh, I never forget once, 
So quite a while ago, I mentioned something about the, the goose step, and I said, those handsome German soldiers, you remember them? And I got the letters they kept pouring in. Jack, how can you condone such things, those terrible murders? I didn't mean it. I wasn't talking about politics. I was just saying that the goose step helped these fellows to be better physical condition, you know, and I don't want to make that mistake again, believe me. So let's do this wonderful one now. We lift the leg up as high as we can. We're marching and try to do a goose step. Wonderful with a midsection in the thighs. Let's go! One, Grandma, Grandpa, come on, kid. You got some more life there. Let's use it. One, two, three, four. One, two, three, four. Up we go, down we go, up and down. And one, two, now slow. All right, rest. Now I'm gonna give you a move and I like to call the youthifier, the youthifier. Because if you have a great big flabby back porch back here, you don't look very youthful, do you? Mm-mm. Think into these big hip muscles, keep them tight, keep the knee absolutely locked stiff, point your toe and begin. One, two, three, four. One, two, three, very good. One and two and up we go, down we go, up and down and up and down and one and two and three and four now you got it keep that leg straight that's it higher come on lift it up get up and rest one two inhale roll it out it's time to leave you thank you jack lalane for another inspiring half hour there you're Doing a nice job with the raking, Tubby. Oh, thanks, Dad. Raking it all into a nice, neat pile. Maybe later I can jump into the pile. We'll see, Tubby. It'll be dark soon. Ooh, but, Tub, why don't you knock it off and come on in? I'm almost done, Daddy. Well, it's almost midnight, Tubby. Then I want to jump on the pile just one time. That's dangerous, Tubby. Why, Dad? Well, there could be a fire hydrant under that pile. I don't remember if there was, Daddy. Uh, uh, Tubby. What, Daddy? Well, son, you're a little older now. Yes, Daddy. I'd like you to call me Dad. Well, I do sometimes. Daddy uh, seems so babyish, okay, Tubby. Okay, Daddy. Tubby. Uh, Dad. There you go. I think I'm done, Dad. All right, come on inside, Tubby. Uh, Dad? Yes, Tubby? Well, I was just wondering. No, you can't jump in the leaf pile, Tubby. Dad, I was wondering if... Now it's after midnight, Tubby. What's going on out here, you two? Dad doesn't want me to jump in the leaf pile. Oh, but, Tubby, you're so injury-prone, you know I that. have to be up in three hours. Why do you have to... Be up so early, Dad. Well, I hit the punching bag. Which seems really violent to me. But he's got big arms, Mom. You'll have big arms soon, too, Tubby, the way you raked today. Oh, mothers love little arms. I don't want little arms. Stop raking, Tub. Yes, Tubby, I, I kept your TV dinner warm in the oven. Is it a hungry man dinner? It's just the standard size, Tubby. Oh, but Daddy gets the hungry man. I guess that makes sense. Now let's go inside. Yes, it's chilly out here. Mom, Dad. What, Tubby? What now, Tubby? Well, I... You need to go, Tubby? He went earlier, Don. I want you to stop calling me Tubby. But you've always been our... You've always been Tubby. I don't like it. That's a term of endearment, Tubby. Oh, I know sometimes we're 
a little hard on you, Tubby, but I want you to call me my real name. I've forgotten what you... <laughs> Gary, Gary. I think you may have had a different real name. In, in an earlier episode. I don't care about any of that. Watch your tone, Tubby. You want us to call you Gary? When you call me Tubby, it makes me feel bad. My dad used to call me Slow-Mo. I remember that. Slow-Mo. Said I was always moving in slow motion. You are slow, Don. Are you slow, Dad? I'll show you slow. I'm heading for that leaf pile. Don, be careful. Daddy, watch out for the... Fire hydrant. I'll get some ice, Don. Oh. Are you all right, Dad? I'm all right, Gary. Welcome to Waking Weird. I'm Mark Moran from Weird New Jersey Magazine. For nearly a decade now, a ghostly armada of half-submerged vessels has been floundering in the murky waters of the Hudson River at Weehawken Cove. The defunct fleet has been growing in numbers each year since the first ships were capsized here during Superstorm Sandy. Some of the sailboats are still afloat, while all that is visible of others are their skeletal, sun-bleached masts protruding skyward from their watery graves. An aerial view reveals just how many of the sunken ships there are littering the floor of the cove, completely submerged. At low tide, slime-covered bows and gunnels temporarily breach the water's surface only to disappear again like the fabled Flying Dutchman when the tide rolls in once more. The cove has always been a popular place for boaters to anchor because it's one of the few free mooring places along the Hudson shoreline. Over the years, some of the vessels have been foundered during big storms or simply abandoned by their owners, never to be reclaimed. Over the years, local residents have complained to their elected officials about the eyesore of the maroon crafts, which spoil their otherwise scenic views of the river and the gleaming New York City skyline beyond it. Removal of the scuttled sailboats and powerless powerboats has proven difficult, though, due to the expense. Political red tape and the bureaucracy of maritime law have left the forlorn flotilla in a jurisdictional quagmire. You see, the cove is shared by both Hoboken and Weehawken, and both cities believe it's the other's responsibility to remove the boats. The Coast Guard says they have no jurisdiction because the boats are in sheltered waters and present no hazard to navigation in the national waterway. They have, however, received numerous distress calls from boaters who have spotted the half-sunken ships and sent out distress calls on their behalf. In 2018, Hoboken removed two of the vessels using a barge with a crane to hoist the deteriorated boats off the cove's muddy bottom and then haul them away. It cost over $15,000, and some estimates predict it could cost as much as $25,000 for some of the stranded ships. So, for the maritime being, the ghost fleet of Hoboken Sailboat Cemetery remain mired in the muck of Weehawken Cove. For Waking Weird, I'm Mark Moran. (laughs) 
Mike Clay. It's Connie Klinkopus in the Wake Shopper. And I'm Rex Rademacher. There's a big fire, Rex. On the cold, hard ground. It's at the bargain bunker. Well, let me get my tagline in. You with that tagline. There goes Officer Dinky. 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 Dowerty. Well, he's heading for the fire. At the bargain bunker. Get him on the radio, Rex. May I complete one sentence? Rex. Calling Officer Dink Dowerty. Yeah, this is Dowdy. Hi, Dinky. That's you, Connie. <laughs> Pardon me, but we've got a serious fire. Shut up, Rex. Yeah, quiet, Runamaker. Serious. There's a fire at the bargain bunker. I'm on route right now, Connie. Which uniform are you wearing? The brown one, Connie. <laughs> oh, Dinky, I love the brown one. Would you two please? Shut up, Runamaker. Just flapping those gums. <laughs> Connie Klinkovus in the weight chopper. And I'm Rex Ryan Rademacher. Dinky. <laughs> There's been a bombing. There's been a bombing. There's been a... Quiet, Dowdy. Quiet, Dinky. There's been a bombing at the banjo bar. They bombed the banjo bar? They bombed the... Out of a thing. You just swore. Well, maybe that. Quiet, Connie. Pipe down, Connie. Me. You got a theory, Dowdy? This sounds like the work of the who? The Hellraiser. The October Hellraiser is here. It's now. It's fresh. It's lively. It's fun, but it needs you to make it happen. The Hellraiser. This is not the marathon, though they do bear some similarities. <laughs> no, this is the Hellraiser. The Hellraiser. The October Hellraiser in which we ask you, glisters, please to pledge. We're running on fumes. Listen, that's not good. But a pledge from you turns this into this. And that's when the real excitement begins. Please pledge. Then do it again and again and again. Know the power of the Hellraiser. Hell yeah! Connie Clinkopus in the weight chopper. Connie. What? It looks like Dink Stinky. has the Hellraiser pulled over. Hellraiser thinks he can just... He burned the bargain bunker. Just waltz right in. He bombed the... Uh, in a banjo. I'm not scared. Barn. All right, Hellraiser, I'm going to have to punch you. Oh, now, don't run away. Maybe I can catch him. No, no. You've been listening to the Wake and Bake Morning Show podcast. Did you enjoy it? Yeah. Good. It's a weekly digest of the special features and moments which make up the Wake and Bake Morning Show. After all, you wouldn't want to miss special moments like this. Ah, you're in a good mood today, aren't you? (laughs) The Wake and Bake Morning Show. Set your alarm and join us each Monday through Friday, 6 to 9 a.m. on WFMU.org. A little too early for you. Catch the archive show, which you can find easily on WFMU's homepage each day. I'm Clay Pigeon. They call me the Pigeon.
Join me each morning for the full show, either on the radio or online at WFMU.org. And keep glistening.